Welcome to the Queen City Church Podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us, and we wanted to personally welcome you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our goal is that this message will encourage you and give you practical steps for a relationship with God that keep getting better and better. Enjoy the message. So let's jump into the message. We're in week six of a seven-week series that we're calling Jesus in his own words, where we are looking at the seven I am statements found in the fourth book of the New Testament in the Gospel of John, where seven different times Jesus tells us who he is in his own words. And here's our big idea of this series. The big idea of this series is that when we know who Jesus is, we see who he is calling us to be. In other words, that when we understand who he is, that it really helps us understand who we are. And in this series, you need to know that we are really leaning into one of our 10 values as a church, that Jesus is our message. That's one of our values. It's one of the things that makes us uniquely us as part of our DNA as a church, that Jesus is our message. And you need to understand that our message is not behavior modification, that our message is not this long list of do's and don'ts, that our message is not rules and regulations, that our message is not self-help, our message is not opinion, our message is not Republican or Democrat, our message is, and always will be Jesus. And listen, whether we are gathering in person at Withrow High School, or whether we're doing church at home online during a stay at home order where we are quarantined in our house, that will not change. Jesus is our message. And today we're gonna be looking at our next Jesus in his own words statement found in John 15, where we find Jesus talking to his disciples. And this is the night before he was arrested and betrayed and sent to the cross to pay for for our sins. And this is what he says in John 15, starting in verse one. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And he says it again in verse five, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so today we're gonna be talking about that statement. I am the true vine. Won't you write that down? I am the true vine. Let's pray. God, we love you. We thank you for today. We thank you for your word, that it's alive and it's active. God, I pray that you help us see Jesus today, that you help us see and understand Jesus as the true vine. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Uh, My wife, 
Heather and I, we love, 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 love to go to New York City. It's one of our favorite places in the, in the entire world to go on vacation. And when I go on vacation, I like two things are very important to me. One, I love to eat good food. And two, I love to shop. I'm telling you, a little retail therapy is good for my soul. And New York City is one of the best places on planet Earth to do both, both eat and shop. And one of, one of the most famous places to shop in New York City is Fifth Avenue. And it's known, Fifth Avenue is known for having some of the greatest designers in the entire world, like Prada and Armani and Gucci and Coach and Louis Vuitton and Saint Laurent. Yeah, I feel like I need to like twist a mustache when I say that. Saint Laurent and many more. And almost every single store on Fifth Avenue is crazy expensive. Like it's crazy expensive. And just to clarify, just to make sure that we're on the same page, I do not shop on Fifth Avenue when I go to New York, but I love to look at stuff when I go to New York on Fifth Avenue. And so, you know, you gotta stay in your financial lane. But here's the deal. You can also go a few miles south in Manhattan and shop at an area known as Canal Street. And there, you can find some of the same exact designers, except for way, way, way cheaper. But here's the thing, they're not the real thing. They're a remake, they're a copy, they're a fake. And so you may think that you're getting a Prada, but in reality, you're just getting a fake Prada. You're getting a Frada. You're not getting a Louis, you're getting a Fooey. You're not gonna get you a Gucci, you're gonna get you a Fucci. And so you can get there and it's, you're, you're, you're not getting the real thing. You see, there's a big difference between the real thing and a remake. And in John chapter 15, Jesus says, I am the true vine. I am the real deal. First things first, I'm the realist. I am the true vine, meaning that there are other options available. But all those other options are remakes, are substitutes, or just copies. They're fakes. And Jesus says, I am am the true vine. And in these verses, Jesus uses a very extensive metaphor. And he talks about a gardener, which represents God. And this gardener takes care of a vine, which represents Jesus. And this vine has branches, which represents people. It represents you. It represents me. It represents every single person on planet earth, and these branches have the potential to produce fruit, which represents good things. And the key word in this chapter and the key word in these verses is this word remain. Maybe some of your translation says this word abide. And in the first 11 verses of John chapter 15, this word remain is used 11 times. And here's the definition of that word remain. It, what, when, when you see that word written, it means to stay connected to Jesus so that he can work in and through you to produce good things. And by the way, I cannot think of a more important time in our lives to remain 
in Jesus, to be connected to Jesus. In fact, I can't imagine going through all the things that we're going through right now without Jesus. Church, I truly believe from the bottom of my heart that it's essential for our health right now. It's essential not just for our spiritual health, but for our mental health, our emotional health, to stay connected to Jesus during this crisis, to stay connected to the true vine. And here's three reasons why it is so important to remain in Jesus, to stay connected to the true vine. Number one, is that if we remain, we will live. If we remain, we will live. Think about it. If a branch remains connected to a tree, that branch stays alive. But if a branch like this one ever gets disconnected from a tree, and shout out to my two boys, Jordan and Caleb, for helping me find this today, that if a branch ever gets disconnected from a tree, it's impossible for this branch to stay alive by itself. And in this metaphor, Jesus says that if you stay connected to me, if you remain in me, you will live. Listen to me. You and I, we were never designed to live day-to-day -day life disconnected from Jesus. And I cannot encourage you enough that no matter the season of life that you're in, no matter what you're facing, no matter if you're quarantined at home all by yourself, bored out of your mind, binging on Tiger King on Netflix, that no matter what your finances are, no matter what your job situation is, whether you've been laid off or whether your hours have been cut back or maybe your job's been put on pause, no matter what your job situation is, what your financial situation is, no matter what your health situation is right now, no matter what happens, and I can't encourage this enough, you got to stay connected to Jesus. And if you do, if you remain in Jesus, it says you will live because Jesus is the only one that can offer us eternal life forever and abundant life right now. And we've said it a thousand times in the first 80, now 82 weeks of our church. And we'll keep saying it over and over again because we believe it heart and soul that the best possible life that you and I could ever live is found following Jesus. And let me be a little bit more specific to the season of life that we're in right now. The best possible life that we can live in this coronavirus crisis right now is found in Jesus. I want you to write down this principle that you can try to live life on your own, but there's no life outside of Jesus. If we remain, we will live. Number two, if we remain, we will grow. Think about it again. If a branch remains connected to a tree, that branch has the ability to grow. But if that same exact branch ever gets disconnected from a tree, it will immediately stop growing. And Jesus says, if you stay connected to me, if you remain in me, you will grow. That means if you stay connected to Jesus, you will. Here's some good news. If you stay connected to Jesus, you will not stay the same. You will grow. And get this, here's the awesome thing about this whole principle right here is that you don't have to focus on growing. 
Just focus on staying connected to Jesus and he will take care of your growing. In verse two, here in our text, he even tells us how he does this. In verse two, he says, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And notice the two ways that he helps us grow, cutting and pruning. And there's a big difference between cutting and pruning. Cutting is where you cut away the stuff that is dead, that's not producing fruit. But pruning is where you cut away the stuff that's alive, the stuff that is already producing fruit so that it can produce even more fruit. In other words, pruning is cutting away the good so that we can produce the best. And I just want to warn you right now that cutting and pruning, it doesn't always feel good. It's not always fun. It's definitely not comfortable. In fact, most of the time it hurts, but you need to hear this. It also helps and that we may not enjoy it, but we need it. And here's the principle. God cuts away what we don't need so we can become what he needs us to be. God cuts away what we don't need so we can become what he needs us to be. And here's what I found. Almost every person that I've ever met, they want to grow. I think deep down, we all want to grow, but not every person wants to go through the process required to grow. But let's be a church full of people who say, yes, God, I want everything that you have for me. I want to grow. I want to say yes to growth and I wanna say yes to the process required to grow. So I challenge you this week, during this time where we are all forced to slow down, to ask yourself two questions. Here's your homework this week. Two questions I would just encourage you to ask yourself this week. Number one, what is God trying to cut off in my life? Like what needs to go away in your life and never come back? Maybe it's an unhealthy habit or an addiction. Maybe it's an unhealthy way of thinking. Maybe it's unforgiveness or low self-esteem. Maybe it's an unhealthy way of speaking like negativity or gossip. Maybe it's an unhealthy way of spending your time. But what is God trying to cut off in your life? And then here's the second question I encourage you to ask yourself this week. What is God trying to prune in my life? Like what needs to be optimized? What needs to be improved? What's good right now that needs to become great? What area in your life are you seeing fruit, but you could see more fruit? I'm telling you, ask yourself that question this week. What is God trying to prune in my life? So if we remain, we will live if we remain, we will grow. And then number three, if we remain, we will produce fruit. And in John chapter 15, verse five, this is where Jesus says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, if we have a relationship, you will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing. And notice that that verse never says to produce more fruit. It only says to stay connected to Jesus. 
And Jesus says, if you remain in me, if you stay connected to me, here's the guarantee, you will produce fruit. And in Galatians chapter five, in verse 22 and 23, it lists the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And listen to what it says. It says the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Listen, when we stay connected to Jesus, when we remain in Jesus, we will have access to this fruit. And get this, in the middle of this crisis, this is what your life could look like. That right now, your life could look like love and that you could have joy and that you could have peace. And come on, parents, you could have some patience with your kids. You could have kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. That's what your life can look like right in the middle of this crisis. It really can. That's what your life can look like. And, but there's only one way that it's going to look that way. And that's remaining, that's staying connected to Jesus because being connected produces fruit, but being disconnected produces nothing. Being connected, it, it, it will, it produces fruit, but being disconnected produces nothing. I want you to notice that it is impossible for a branch to produce fruit away from the tree. Like it will never happen. Doesn't matter if I watered this, it doesn't matter. Like this by itself, disconnected from the tree will never produce fruit. It never will. But what if, and I'm gonna ask David to come help me with this because I don't have seven hands. Um, but what if we took this fruit and we duct taped it to this tree. Can you help me with that? I don't know if you can do that, but just go ahead and duct tape that. This, you're doing great. You're doing fantastic. And I appreciate you. You're an amazing human. And just, just what if, if we did that? And we duct tape this, just make sure it's nice and firm. I don't need that falling off. What if we took this fruit and we duct taped it to this branch? Okay, so, that's what we did. So this disconnected branch now has fruit, right? Is disconnected from the tree, but now it has some fruit. You see like this is what it looks like to me when we try to do stuff on our own. When we try to do stuff disconnected from Jesus. Like to me, this is what it looks like to have human peace compared to having God peace. Because, you know, we can talk ourselves into having peace, but that peace is artificial, it's temporary, it's circumstantial, it's based on what's going on in our world. See, but God peace is genuine, it's lasting. It doesn't matter the circumstances. The Bible even says that it passes all our understanding, meaning that we can have peace that doesn't even make sense. Peace that deep down our circumstances are shouting you shouldn't have peace. So to me, when I see that, I also see that this is what it looks like to have happiness, but to not have God-given joy. Because happiness is based on my circumstances. 
but joy is based on my choice. And in times like this, man, it's really hard to have happiness, but when you're connected, when you're remaining in Jesus, here's the great news, it doesn't matter how long this lasts, you can still have joy every single day. And see, when I see this, I see the difference between like human love and God's love. Because human love is conditional. Like when it's just us, we love only those that love us. And I will only love you after you love me. But God's love is totally different. God's love is unconditional. He loves everyone. And get this, he loves everyone even when they don't love him. So he loves you and he loves me and he loves every single person on the planet. And not only that, he loves first. He makes a choice to love before you love. He loves first before we ever love him. And he loves us so much that he gave his one only son to pay for our sins just for the chance that you would have a relationship with him. Let this sink in. It is impossible for a branch to produce real, lasting fruit away from the tree. And here's why. Because a branch is never the source of fruit. The tree is. See, you and I, we are never the source. We're, we're never the source of the fruit. Only Jesus, the true vine, is the source of fruit. That's why he says in verse five, I am the vine, I'm the true vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So if we remain, we will live, we will grow, and we will produce fruit. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes and just ask God right there, wherever you're at, just God, what are you saying to me? What are you speaking to me? Maybe ask him this, God, what's my response to this message? But here's the big question today. Right now, right now, are you connected to Jesus? In other words, do you have a daily, consistent, growing, vibrant relationship with Jesus? And here's how you'll know. Here's how you can know, because you'll have fruit in your life. And so maybe you're here and you've never made the decision to follow Jesus, to get connected to him, to give him your life today. Here's the simple thing, just get connected. Or maybe you're here and you have made that decision in the past. You have been connected at one time, but now you're not. And somewhere along the way, you've gotten disconnected. Today, it's very simple, reconnect get connected again. And if you want to connect or reconnect, I want you to pray this right where you are. Just pray this in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I want to be connected to you. I love you. I need you. I'm sorry that I've lived my life without you. Will you come live inside me and change me? Do what I can't do myself and make me brand new. I surrender my whole life to you. I give you my life and I choose to follow you. I choose to remain in you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. 
If this message has changed your perspective on God or life, feel free to email your story to info at queencitypeople.com. We'd love to celebrate the change happening in your life. We'd also love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, big or small, head over to queencitypeople.com slash prayer and fill out the form with as much detail as you'd like. For more information about Queen City Church's service times, location, or events, visit queencitypeople.com or follow us on social media platforms at queencitypeople.com.